0: What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Hell yeah!
1: yeah. It's like the Eric Andre of anime.
0: This, this is the fucking. It's a. I thought you were gonna be there with me,
1: bro. No, you, there's no lyrics. Do you, you, you don't, don't me hear me? that.
0: Alright, yeah, you get the idea. That's fucking... Hey, listen, if you're not down for that, you're fucking not down for, for what you're in for. The I, rest can't, of... I
1: can't speak guitar like you can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I've, I've been doing it for years. I didn't
1: click the captions when I listened to
0: this. <laughs> well, for, um, for people who aren't aware, this is Bokuno podcast, an anime podcast... Co- coming to you live from the village hidden in the space cowboys. Mm. Yeah, uh, what what would you call that? Tri- C- cowboy gaka ray. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she has a song called about uh, Space I mean, Cowboys. Yes, 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 yes. We all. Yeah.
0: Know. And this is a continuation of that saga with our our boy, the uh, the softest of the space cowboys. I'll say.
1: Really the
0: softest yeah dude all right well this is the type guess, of I this guess, is the trigun yeah. episode the first of many not too many but many because we cannot cover all of this in one show yeah it's this a fat a, this is a fat show bro actually it's not it's well it's not it's 26 episodes that's why we're
1: doing this <laughs> Jeez, it's you sound over. you sound like you're done with this show already i'm done with cowboys man really I, I've been I've been watching like ten different shows. Hey, hey,
0: we'll get to between. it. in between. Well, well, then we'll, we'll talk. I finished
1: the Space Cowboys. <laughs> my, that era is over for me. Okay. Well, it's an era that we're. I'm, going- I'm spitting magic over here, I'm fucking <laughs> casting spells and shit. And you're you over, you're so? still reloading your fucking revolver.
0: Hey, my revolver. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw a, a harsh paguasanfa at you, sir. My revolver shoots magic. Not unless I start chanting first. Paguasampha. Pagu pagu <laughs> Gosh, shit. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is the Trigun episode. Man, so in the pantheon of the space cowboys, now, where does Vash stand for you? Um, what do you mean? Where's Vash? Where? where like, I'm, in the first episode? where does he stand with me when I watch the first episode? I guess, let, like... What kind of
1: question is that? Let's
0: start... I guess we'll start at the beginning. Um, what did... Uh, what, is this your first time watching Trigon? Yeah. It is. Well, I watched the movies. That's super weird. The movie. That's fucking weird, the dude. The movie. The, the red, what is it Red Hot Rumble or something? Yeah the one with the big guy Badland Rumble? The, yeah with the gun in his hand <laughs> <laughs> I was the manager of an FYE when that movie came out like, that well, supposed I, to mean anything? I had to box up like lots of copies of that. Really? Yeah I had lots of fucking Oh yeah I out. keep
1: forgetting it was popular in the US or more popular in the U.S.
0: Yeah, Trigun. I, you know, it's a fun fact we mention all the time. But Trigun's one of the uh, few animes that's more popular in the U.S. than it was in Japan.
1: I want to go back. I'm gonna keep uh, keep an eye out for Trigun stuff over there, just to see if that's true.
0: It is. Do you think I'm a liar?
1: I'm not saying. I never said that.
0: So, you, 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 looked, just, you looked it, though You looked I'm, like I wanna <laughs> you, like. Looked it? You looked it I gotta, I
1: gotta confirm your sources
0: here So Alright The show begins Episode 1 The 60 billion double dollar man That's a fucking spicy title, first off
1: Was it in dollars?
0: Double dollars
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, it was It was
0: yeah, man. It's a lot of money. It's the future. It's a little that's, bit of money. That's a that's that's more. I, um, let me double check here, but I believe at the peak of his, I think immediately post nine eleven, we were offering like twenty four million for Osama bin Laden.
1: <laughs> I don't know what double dollars means in the currency or the economy of this world. I don't know what the medium of exchange is. Yeah, in, the, in this planet.
0: So uh, immediately after taking down the twin towers, America put a twenty-five million dollar bounty on Osama bin Laden's head. Which if, I don't know if you—I didn't know if you were aware that putting bounties on people's heads was still a thing that we do. We still do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um. And so,
1: so did the I, Navy s- SEALs who killed bin Laden. Did they get twenty-five mil? <laughs>
0: No, no, they did it for their country.
1: So what the fuck?
0: Come on, man, you gotta uh,
1: give those boys twenty five mil. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a petition right now.
0: No, but see, this was for if other people killed him. Bush
1: forgot to pay, our, or no, Obama oh. forgot to pay our boys,
0: dude. <laughs> Obama having to settle Bush's promises? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! A Japanese man telling me that the black man's not picking up the white man's tab.
1: What happened to the rules? <laughs> I thought there was rules to the game. Rules is <laughs> rules.
0: So, so yeah. So for sixty billion double dollars, Vash had to have done a thingy dingy, a biggin. No. That's not. That's not a little crime. Yeah, so th- so the whole show, you're gonna be thinking like, what did he do? What could you have done that would be considered two hundred times worse than nine eleven? Well, just equal the amount to. Well, well, that's well, you're taking three thousand people, right? <laughs> and you just
1: just numbers, bro. Just
0: okay. Just multiply that by you know. You know what? You might fucking have it here. Am I onto something? So, we see a guy, we cut to some guys in a bar. They're talking about what happened to Denkin. And they're like, did you hear about Vash? I heard the humanoid. Great voice acting in this anime, first off, off the bat. Some great, like, background grunt voice acting. It depends on the... It's very hokey. The, the dubber, the, the sub. They're like, you hear the humanoid typhoon? He destroyed Denkin. And they're like, he's. I hear there's sixty billion double dollars on his head. Uh, The coffin maker, the person. They say that the person in Denkin who was in charge of building coffins was able to buy a mansion from how many bodies they had to bury from Vash stopping through. Oh man, that's a that's a tall tale, bro. I don't get tales that tall anymore. I I don't even get. I don't get PBRs that tall anymore. <laughs> Do they make tall PBRs? Yeah. i only seen short PBRs. No, anymore, you're so. not living. You've been living a short life. A half-life. You know, weird flex, but okay. Kin. <laughs> so, um... Suddenly the cafe, or the, the the bar, is like filled with fucking bullets. It's insane. This is bloodshed and merciless, wanton misbehavior. You know... That's that, like there could there could be children in there.
1: <laughs> what else do you want you, in a midwestern?
0: I want a giant boomerang cleaving the bar in half. <laughs> Which is when, when I saw this as a kid. Should I hold my breath? I'll tell you what, that Toonami One Two hit of seeing Trigun followed by Inuyasha, giant boomerang after giant boomerang, bro. <laughs> I was I was hooked. I wanted a boomerang. I wanted to go to Australia and hang with Kangaroo Jack and throw boomerangs at things. I wanted... (laughs) ah, Buster swords and boomerangs, man. That was like the life Mm. for a kid. You know, you were into like weird weaponry. Were you ever into weird weaponry? Of course. Yeah. Of course. You're like, I just want like a... A, a claw on the end of a chain That I swing around at my enemies well, I about to say
1: something similar to that <laughs> yeah. one. I want claws attached to each other That <laughs> swing around my head I want know.
0: nunchucks But each chuck is like a scythe <laughs> yeah. I'm still obsessed with weaponry, man It's fun It is fun to pretend to be a Dynasty Warriors character
1: Yeah You know, go to the weapons section at Walmart And yeah. see what you like you know, I bought a hatchet recently. That was cool. Yeah. It's got some wrenches, wrench holes in between it. Did it so it's like a your, wrench uh,
0: your full moose attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've
1: been practicing my throws, you know. Nice. Kind of like a tomahawk.
0: Full meter. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, Walmart hooks it up.
0: I can now EX break wood. <laughs> yeah, for $12,
1: dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, so these um bl- this anime is filled with just childish interpretations of cool weaponry, and I say that because the boomerang cuts the bar open, literally and-
1: clean huh? in half. Cuts like a, b- like a like a loaf of bread, <laughs> <laughs> literally. It, it cuts it like a birthday. Cake. It's kind of goofy. It like bounced up too. Like half of the building, like kind of went boing, boing, you know, and sliced off.
0: And. A sheriff comes in. He's looking for Vash. Everyone's like, where's Vash? Where's Vash? This guy, no, no one knows where he is. Everyone's talking about him. And you, as the viewer, you know, you see that red trench coat. You're like, well, who's the best dressed motherfucker here? Mm. Like, who's, who's clearly painted like a main character? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that fucking main character look. That you, you walk into a bar in Final Fantasy VII, and it's like, who's got the most belts on? That's the guy I need to be talking to. He's got
1: the biggest sword. Yeah. He's got the nicest hair. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, it's like, dude, you look like you're rendered at a higher, um, a higher pixel density than everyone else, man. Like, what's up with that?
1: <laughs> I want to like make a show where it throws people in a loop, like an anime show where you know you see that, and I just kill him off the second you see him and. The guy in the overalls in the corner is the main character. Oh, Moomin' Rider. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, so um, Vash is like, I've got no bullets and I'm starving. Can someone help me out, please? And um, the guy who's pretending to be Vash, the the guy who threw the boomerang, he's there. He's causing a ruckus. And he says um, I have no kids And most women find me offensive (laughs) I thought that was like a fucking funny line To come out of this ogre of a man So
1: because he has no kids Women find him offensive Or is it because he has kids And he's just offensive
0: He's causing a ruckus And they're like can you not stop this And he's like I'm Vash the Stampede And they're like why are you doing all this Because I'm Vash the Stampede (laughs) (laughs) And they're like what the hell don't you care about anything and he's like I have no kids and most women find me offensive then they meet up with uh loose root I'm trying to remember how this all goes down
1: I don't remember it going down like this but I'm trying to remember I didn't I don't think Millie and her don't that they don't show up in this scene
0: they're not no, they're not there yet at this scene.
1: The Get building gets cut in half by the guy and they shoot up the whole bar, right? Yeah. And Vash, like always, miraculously survives. And Yeah, uh, he like dances he, around the whole And then the he, he fucking and problem. then it's time for him to unload his gun, and then he realizes, oh, there's there's no bullets in his gun. That's right. So Vash- then he then he runs he scurries away. He grabs right? a guy
0: to hide behind. Yeah. And he says and the, the man, the guy who's pretending to be Vash, Vash is like, wait, don't, I've got your friend with me. And he's like, don't worry, that guy's only happy when I'm happy. So he's going to be happy that I'm going to try to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, he attacks his own partner and uh, Vash spins out of the way. Yeah,
1: don't try to explain it. Man. It's- it doesn't need an explanation. He's like he's like that girl from the X.
0: So the girls come in to the bar. Um, these, this is Marilyn Millie. I love these girls. These girls oh, are yeah. fucking weird though, because um, it's implied that Millie is like ten feet tall. They always uh kind of. She's a she's a bad man. She's dude. a fucking truck of a woman. She's hey. a she's, she's a Tacoma of a woman. They're they're baddies, dude. They are. They're, they're biddies. Hey. In the desert wasteland of Earth 2 I'm not picky You know <laughs> I like me a girl who can You know Who can uh, bench press a, 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 a Mazda Miata engine <laughs>
1: well, That's not that heavy it's, Can you do it? Any any engine is super heavy But a Miata engine A Mazda Miata That's bro. cute you could have picked, like, any other engine but a Miata. I'm just
0: going to, like, start naming Carfax. I don't know. Dude, <laughs> four-stroke? Are you serious, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Six-cylinder, man? Come on. Line six? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mainline? EA Origin asked <laughs> I was worried what that was. Hey, do you That want me- did not look good. fuck out of here. So... The girls come into the dive bar. They're like, can I get a large, like, (laughs) can I get a large chocolate sundae? They open on some bullshit to let you know that these, like, they come into a dive bar. and They
1: they ask for a strawberry daiquiri.
0: They ask for, like, a strawberry parfait. (laughs) Like, No, Meryl actually asks for, for, like, vanilla ice cream. And the bartender looks at her like, what the fuck do you think this is, baby? We live in squalor. I sleep on a pile of hay, bitch. Well, wherever she's from, the Dive Wars serve ice cream. (laughs) Wherever
1: she's from, dude.
0: It's wherever she's from. And then Meryl and Millie show up with Loose Ruth. Yeah. The guy who is the sheriff. Right. And he's like, I'm looking for Vash. (laughs) Nice, nice.
1: Uh, sheriff, boys.
0: And they're like, we work for the Bernadelli Insurance Company. We're trying to figure out who Vash is because we can't keep doing these fuck-ass insurance claims on him. This sucks. What is it? Vash gets kidnapped? Yeah, by the guys. Vash gets kidnapped,
1: and then these girls are like, we like, need to gets go- kidnapped by, like, another bounty hunter?
0: He gets kidnapped by Loose Ruth? Yeah, yeah, because the other dumbos couldn't catch him they can not catch him loose ruth shows up god damn this show moves very sporadically so, i should so have taken enough. better notes also but he, he, vash gets kidnapped and i remember meryl's like we've got to go get him back and we've got to confirm which one of them is vash and they're like how are you gonna do that and meryl's like i've got my secret weapon a deluxe box of 30 she pulls out 30 fucking donuts and i'm like i'm in i would wife meryl right there She tries to solve her problems. What is it though? Like
1: Krispy Kreme, Dunkin', what are we talking about? I don't give a shit, bro. I'm a cheap dude. Because if it's crispy, dude, then.
0: I don't care if those are gas station.
1: I'll wife her up if it's crispy.
0: If your girl's bringing you home a box of 30. Dude, that's better than sex. To pave over the problems that you guys aren't mature enough to deal with inside? Fuck yeah. It's crispy. (laughs) It's fucking delicious. (laughs) Delicious. Like, mm, sign me up. It's the only
1: sweet thing I have a craving for (laughs) on the planet.
0: Well, you're going to have a craving for Meryl after she hits you with that box of 30. Mm -mm. In your heart.
1: If she keeps bringing the box of 30.
0: (laughs) Then, (laughs) yeah. Yo, baby, you keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) But only if you keep doing this. You cease this and your life will be in peril. That's my terms. Man, I can't believe I've forgotten how this all goes down. They try to meet up with the thugs. We've gotta figure out who Vash is. We gotta do it. They get to the thugs. Meryl's like, here's a box of fucking donuts. And the guy's like, I fucking hate presents. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a monster. <laughs> you got it's like not even that you have a cyborg arm and like you're twenty you're fat, feet tall. Yeah. It's a weird thing about this anime. This is the first of many times that you will notice that there are like thirty foot tall people. <laughs> All over the place. Yeah, children that you wonder how they could have possibly come out of a uterus. Just all over the place in this fucking anime. But um, he's like, I hate presents, and they kidnap the girls. They lend Vash their Thomases. They're like, here, take my Thomas. Head back to town. And get in touch with some people. But Vash comes riding back, acting like he doesn't know how to ride the Thomas. I don't know why the... the, They're like anteater horses. But I don't know why they're called Thomases. Are they called that in Japanese? No. What were they called in the Japanese? I forgot. Oh, you forgot.
1: I remember the first thing, like, first scene, unlike you. Hey. Okay. Dude. You, you said Millie shows up in that scene. It's like, what the fuck, dude? I forgot. That's why I asked. Did, did we talk about Trigon? I thought we were like.
0: No, bear. Bro, I'm drunk, and I apologize. And I'm high. <laughs> I apologize. This is the drunken Hershpan. shooting alcohol straight into my veins right before I said that sentence. And it won't happen again. I've come down. I've... This is
1: all over the place. What? I know. What's happening? <laughs>
0: I know. I took what I thought were good notes, and then I realized now that. They're really just, like, funny things that <laughs> happened during the episode. The thugs capture Merrill and Millie, and then there's, like... You, I put the thugs are going to rape them, question mark? Because he's like, you're going to feel pleasure before... What do you want, pain before pleasure, or... <laughs> pleasure before pleasure, pain Do you want the ple- pleasure <laughs> And they're like Are you gonna like rape us dude Like you seem like not very confident <laughs> In yourself They're like, <laughs> like You're asking me I'm the victim here You've got the black pillowcase on my head And you're you're asking me what my opinion is it's Hilarious
1: Two girls are tied up And they're like Are you gonna rape us dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Ruth actually, you know what's funny is now that I remember it, the big guy who's claiming to be Vash just wants to kill them, and Ruth is the one that's like, enjoy them, man. <laughs> and it's like, oh, because he the guy says, I didn't know you got down like <laughs> he says something along those lines, like, I didn't know you got down like that. Mm. But this lets you know that Ruth, like I'm sure a lot of the outlaws in this world, is a raper. <laughs> A raper? A rapist. <laughs> a rapist. A rapier. <laughs> a rapier. Nice. Yes, yes. That's a... Fr- a fr- I'm a French rapist. I'm a rapier. <laughs> That's
1: a cool way of looking at things. <laughs> I mean... It's
0: a cool perspective. Not really. So... uh <laughs> He takes the boomerang and he points it right at Merrill's crotch. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, dude. I remember that scene. Yeah, you remember that. <laughs> I bet you do remember that.
1: Yeah, I bet you too. You do too.
0: And I was like, that's her off button, bro. You don't wanna don't don't do that. You don't wanna come on, man. Come on, respect the lady. Respect the lady. Put some respect on that lady. Come on. Um Don't but, care. Okay. <laughs> Still don't care. So Vash shows up and he's like what's up motherfuckers? I don't know what i'm doing i'm I'm yucking it up. I forgot how wacky this first episode is. I forgot that this first episode these first like six episodes take themselves very jokingly. Like really leans in on the comedy way more than I've remembered. Mm. like outlaw Star is a pretty funny show but but Trigun is trying to be. I, I mean, I, you know what? I guess when I think about it, a lot of the major conflicts in Outlaw Star end with jokes. He undresses Suzuka. He tricks Asia into, uh, or he shoots Asia with the uh, fucking cast around, yeah. and ends up tricking her into becoming like a waitress. She tricked herself into a waitress. <laughs> He never told her to he, become a waitress He oppressed her ass into being a waitress Yeah because she was She could she was a, seeking death She was a doctor on Kataro Kitaro, And then she comes here And she can only be a waitress And And who's to blame for that I ask Not Gene Gene with his white skin <laughs> Is, it, Is that what I, uh, it's not, what, pivot! Why All are you right. taking that there? <laughs> I'm kidding. Aisha,
1: you don't know what Aisha is.
0: It's true, she has that fur. Does she have fur?
1: Yeah, gotta. She's gotta have fur.
0: Is it? I don't know.
1: I don't know either, dude. They don't depict this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Smooth skins are what the aliens... Hey, smooth skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey Smooth. <laughs> uh, That's
1: what the ghouls from Fallout used to do. Yeah, I mean, alright,
0: we gotta get back on track. <laughs> We've now taken up the length of the first episode of Outlaw or of, of Trigun, and we haven't gotten through the first episode of Trigun, but we're at the end. Um Vash is Vash basically dicks around, saves everyone's lives. Everyone's shooting in the wrong place, everyone's throwing boomerangs in the wrong place. Vash manages to trick the guy into tying up his own head because of his wacky gyro arm system that is such a thing a kid would think of. I don't know how old the creator of this was when he came up with that, but I was like, that is such a, like, novel 13-year-old boy idea of a weapon system. (laughs) Like, yeah, he's got this, like, hook that he attaches to his robot arm and then he, like, helps him throw the boomerang really hard... (laughs) But, like, for the boomerang to work, I mean, this guy's got to be... The boomerang's got to be as big as a horse, and so he's got to be, like, three times the size of a... (laughs) It doesn't fucking work, but it's fun. What's the first episode? What do you feel, man? At this point, were you all in? Mm,
1: When I first decided to watch the show, I was like, all right, I have to be all in. But, I don't know, my first thought was goofy. This is really fun and goofy. It doesn't really take itself seriously, you know?
0: It does at weird moments. Like, it closes... I wrote this down. Um, the episode ends with Merrill in Felnar... Or Merrill is in Lewiston, and she's filing an insurance claim for the bar in Felnarl that was destroyed in the search for Vash the Stampede with the insurance company. This is a trope that I thought... They were going to keep going. I thought it was going to be every episode was going to end with Meryl filing an insurance claim. Mm -hmm. I almost thought I was like, "That'd be a cool like ending credit sequence." Is every ending credit sequence is Meryl filing an insurance claim for everything that was destroyed in the episode? But the because the first like four or five episodes end like that. Yeah. It's Mera and oh, Identil- a typewriter. Okay? Mm-hmm. And she's writing, and she's in Lewiston, and she's like, here's what happened in Fellnarl in the search for Vash the Stampede. And everyone is... You see some guys talking about it, and they say, this is super weird. There's lots of little one-liners like this. I don't know if this was in the Japanese version. I wanted to ask. But they say, like, the funny thing about Fellnarl is they say nobody died. And then another person says in response to that... You mean like you don't need God to have a miracle? <laughs> it's like that line's very out of place. Like yeah. He's It's like funny. I don't, know. I don't remember that. But I wrote it down. I was like that's such a strange uh, fucking thing to say. And that's what the NPCs were saying. Yeah. They were like, you hear about what happened in Felnarl? Human typhoon passed through. Caused a lot of wreckage. Funny thing is, nobody died. And then some other guy was just like, you mean like you don't need God to have a miracle? <laughs> and, Sounds like the, that
1: guy was talking to someone else.
0: They, no, they were talking to each other. And then he started laughing. And I'm like, they, they start laughing. And then I think that's where the episode ends.
1: That's some like oblivion-ass conversation over there.
0: Yeah, It's like that's not a line that you just ad-lib, though. That was like... That's like a weirdly considered line. <clears throat> like, he could have said... For-
1: maybe they forgot to cut it out. I don't know.
0: He could have said, Hey, you hear what happened in Felnaval? Crazy thing. No one died. Huh. Ain't that something? <laughs> like, that, yeah. that would have been the much more... Like, that would have cost... Less of the writer's money, <laughs> like that would have cost. Ca- was, yeah, but who I bet there's a whole separate
1: team that works on what the background characters say.
0: Yeah, maybe there's in the translation, they're like, You gotta have the line, you don't need God to have a miracle in there, gotta have it. Just put it in the episode. <laughs> Some neat, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, it's like w- eagerly awaiting. The American dub of Attack on Titan to see what, like, how they're gonna have that, that title call dunk moment, you know? Right. Like, it's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna navigate this one, English dub. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't, like, make the, you, you, you know, spoilers or whatever, but you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, <clears throat> get on to the second episode Truth of Mistake. I wanted to point out that this fucking anime is made by Madhouse. Which is interesting because the animation is kind of bad. I mean, it's old. Yeah, but Outlaw Star is old. And that was bad. You thought the animation on Outlaw Star was bad? It wasn't perfect. It's better. This is a slideshow. At times, you don't need to, you don't need to have great animation in Trigun though. I don't. I'm not saying Trigun is bad.
1: You got grappler ships and outlaw. You gotta <laughs> have the extra budget for that.
0: <laughs> you got gunfights and crazy stuff happening in this show.
1: Oh, no, crazy
0: stuff! Oh, oh crazy you stuff! You do, dude. You got bullets <laughs> of flying. I will say, great destruction animation. Like when Vash is running down a hallway, getting shot at. You see every single yeah, bullet hole
1: flying, drywall.
0: Yeah, pieces yeah. of fucking furniture getting shot. You see, blind. so that's where it's good. It's good animation, but those moments are, f- I, I okay. When I watched Trigun as a kid, my first time watching Trigun, nine years old, I believe, I did not notice how cheap some of these scenes were. Mm-hmm. Who what nine year old does know Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying as an adult I mean, I watched fucking Shaolin Showdown. A, a, stup- a masterful.
1: A stupendously mas- bad show. Masterful show. Unbele-
0: bad unwatchable. That show is great. It's absolutely unwatchable. As a nine year old kid, eyes. dude? But I'm saying that's the thing is it's un I will say that it is unwatchable as an adult. It is so poorly animated. It is so Not, lazily How many seasons
1: daily. are in are in Shaolin Showdown? Three. I watch them all.
0: I did. Got them on my computer. You want them? Yeah. Sure. I'll take them. <laughs> Sold. Get them
1: off your hands.
0: <laughs> to the man in the front with my heart. <laughs> um, but it's made by Madhouse. Um, it's got this fucking banger of an intro track. All of the music is. Uh, all the music is just is basically acoustic so guitar I listen and to industrial drums, with
1: like banjos and fucking what do they call that when you take a when you take like that metal thing on your finger slide and you take a guitar yeah 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 lots know. of slide Where guitar and like, pedal bow, steel
0: bow, bow. so bow, bow, bow. so the episode opens with Vash getting shot at in the middle of the night he's like I they just shot at me and you're like what's going on um, then it cuts to Millie and Meryl and they're like we need to get us some water. So they go to this town to try to get some water, and you get your first TARNATION of the episode. And it comes from uh, Cliff Cesar. He's a, the man, he's the local water baron in the town. He's explaining the water situation. And you find that Vash has been employed by this man to be the, his guard.
1: Yeah, that weird guy with the mustache.
0: Yeah, Cliff Cesar, bro. Cliff Shazar. He looks like the most...
1: He looks like he's from a different anime. He looks like he's from Case Closed. Yeah, he looks like he's drawn from, like, Conan the detective or some shit, you know? Yeah.
0: He acts like it, too. (laughs) He acts like one of the murderers on that show. (laughs) He a fucking funny anime. Like... A Lupon the third character in a, just like a modern anime. Yeah. And everyone's like, what's with that guy's outline?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like putting an Ed and an Eddie character in like a, you know, Ghibli film. Yeah. You know? It's like,
0: why? <laughs> and, and everyone's just very fourth wall bear. Everyone's like, your outline's very strange, man. Like, who shaded you? Yeah. <laughs> it's so meta. Like. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he's like, "Um, I'm the local water salesman. Ever since uh, the drought, people in this town have been trying to kill me. And now and Vash says yeah but that's alright now that I'm here you have nothing to fear and Vash no. keeps leaning into this hokey superhero personality of his which yeah
1: I... cause he's trying to freaking be a thought slayer dog he he's yeah he's trying to get these thoughts
0: Shazar takes him back to his house where you um <laughs> It's funny they're having a whole conversation about like why he needs Vash there. Meryl and Millie they insist on like coming back to the place, which honestly this seems kind of unrealistic. But they're like, we need to follow this man around for reasons, and he's like, okay, I guess you're coming home with me for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they get into a whole argument about, or not an argument. They get into a discussion about why he needs Vash to protect him, and. It's really fucked. Shazar is like, I need him to defend this. And he like pulls a rope and a curtain opens up and his daughter is standing yeah. behind it. In his house. And I'm like, what the f- How long was she standing back there? It's funny. I didn't
1: even question that. You didn't? No, yeah. I was like, oh, girl.
0: That fucking <laughs> snapped my brain in half. <laughs> pulled I, didn't, her- I didn't think anything he of it. Fucking- <laughs> Pulled a rope and it revealed his daughter to his guests, and I was like, "What is this?" He's done that to <laughs> every other guest that's come by. It's
1: weird. It's like there's a little platform too. What it, he had, he put that there.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> it was such a strange little pageant. Se- <laughs> I couldn't get over it. I didn't think anything of
1: it. De- <laughs> <laughs> Fle- flew past my head, uh, that little detail. That's
0: like I clap my hands and a Murphy bed folds out of the wall, but there's like my girlfriend on it, <laughs> <laughs> just
1: reading a book.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> folding into like the fucking. Just folding into here? the fucking wall. <laughs> it's just like she gets air. You got, you, yeah, I gotta poke some air holes in this mattress for my girl. <laughs> oh, my choice. She wanted it. <laughs> it uh, saves on rent. Oh, actually, wait. It's not his daughter. It's Marianne Alakazen. She's the granddaughter of the head of the Stand Tall Federal Bureau. Vash points at her, and he's like, well, you're protected now, because I'm an ace gunman, and my bullets are known to always hit their mark. He points right at her titties, and he's like, bam! He's like, shooting... He's like, this is my Cupid's arrow, bro. I'm gonna fucking... Bam! I'm gonna shoot that bitch right in her front bottom with my, like, Penis gun You know Mm. But not for real Cause as we Come to learn (laughs) Vash is a Ken doll (laughs) Maybe Oh yeah Maybe That's up in the air Mild spoiler For the rest of the series But uh I don't think
1: so He's a dirty boy He's a dirty boy He's He doesn't shower He doesn't I don't think so I don't know if he
0: needs to I don't know if anyone does In this reality They don't That's why they're at The water mogul's house Right that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: this guy has all the water.
0: Yeah, it's all to clean his his this woman for this not to be his his daughter for it to just be some woman that he keeps behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's hey, when you got all the water in the world, man. Cliff Shazar apparently is a man who has it all. Yeah, <laughs> apples, watermelon, women. Waiting patiently behind curtains to be revealed at the the appropriate time, ladies. When guests come over. When spoken... Women who speak only when spoken to, I guess. (laughs) 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 Fucking crazy. So Meryl pulls Shazar behind the curtain and she starts really loudly talking shit on Vash. She's like, you realize you're being scammed by this fucking idiot limp dick retard out here, right? And like, and Vash is like, I'm right here. And she's like, straight up, like this guy couldn't fucking find his way out of a paper bag. Like, you're do- you're gonna get this grant, you th- this granddaughter girl. You're gonna get her murdered and raped because you're an idiot because you hired this fucking idiot. And Vash is like, I'm right here. Like, I can. You're just on the other side of a curtain. Right. <laughs> I, can- I remember that. I my my feel <laughs> my my feelings. The whole time, Millie's there. And she's like, Meryl's a nice girl. And, Millie's, and Meryl's like, Vash is a fucking idiot. He, I've seen him piss in his own mouth. Yeah. And Meryl's like, she bought the donuts because she's, she's
1: actually a really pleasant girl. Meryl doesn't even believe this is the real Vash. No. she so thinks, For like six episodes or like maybe even ten episodes, like she doesn't think this is the real guy.
0: And Shazar's like, well, here's one on you, woman, who seems to think that I built my empire by being an idiot. I just was hiring any asshole To be Vash the Stampede I don't need a security guard I've got other security guards But I just needed this asshole To keep me Because I wanted someone to If they're going to come here They need to kill him Before they kill me You know Like I just needed a body It Doesn't matter I know this guy's a fucking idiot And you're an idiot too Everyone in this show Is calling each other stupid At this point Except for Vash He's saying You gotta love your fellow man So everyone's calling him stupid For saying that, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Millie's enjoying the water. She's, like, showering. She's, like, washing her ass for the first... (laughs) She's, like, flossing her ass with a shoelace. Ew. (laughs)
1: God. Water's
0: scarce in the desert, bro. But what about toilet paper? (laughs) Even rarer. (laughs) Even (laughs) even harder. Yeah, bro, you gotta get a handful of horse hair. And just, like, make do. Yeah, you're right. There's no leaves out there. There's no leaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just imagine a guy, like, taking a shit in the desert. He's like, there's no
0: leaves. <laughs> He's like, there's no leaves. You got to cake your ass in sand and then bust it off and then cake it off. That's
1: retarded. There's rocks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to take sand instead of a rock?
0: You, you're you telling me, okay, imagine dragging your ass across a beach. Is that more pleasant than dragging a rock across your fucking dangus, bro? Yeah, you're gonna what, pull your. You're gonna grab and pull your ball sack tight, and then <laughs> drag a rock against. So now you have to wash your ass f-
1: with all the sand that's. You're gonna leave sand all over your butt. No, hole?
0: you're just gonna keep using sand until you get all of it, the sand off. <laughs> Meryl's flossing her ass, <laughs> <laughs> and um, they catch M- Vash being a fucking absolute lad. He's hanging out the window. He's like, He's "Trying to take a peek. I'm gonna get me a look at these um titties. Wasn't he telling Millie to like
1: like not look at him perving out? He was like, "Millie, I'm
0: trying to jerk off here." Yeah. She's like, "Fucking chill, bitch." <laughs> it's the only time in the whole show Vash says bitch. It's like he yells at Millie for catching him trying to jerk off and he gets very mad at her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's only- like, I'm here for security
0: reasons You see, I'm checking the windows Millie's like, are you looking at that woman naked? And you see Vash put his hand on his gun And then take his hand off of his gun <laughs> And then he's like, Millie, get out of here <laughs> <laughs> But it's the angriest he gets Even when he confronts, like, knives <laughs> he's, he's angry at Millie for... Interrupting his, his session, yeah. his his appetizer before the meal, as he described it in his live journal. Yeah, don't don't interrupt Vash while he's fapping. So we catch um we catch Marianne and she's saying she's complaining. She's like, Cliff's father bought this fucking land with the water in it. They didn't know it had the water in it when they bought it. This is fucking theft. This is. Horse shit. No one agrees with this, and I agree. I mean, yeah. If you if you buy a piece of land and you're like, oh, I found I have all the water, and yeah, I agree. You should be allowed to make your money off of it. But if the people are about to revolt, bro, you gotta just you gotta give them your money, or you gotta give them the water. You can't be you can't be Immortan Joe in Mad Max. And just try to run this fucking. They're gonna kill you. They're gonna kill you, dude. Like, <laughs> well, that's why he has bodyguards. I know, but come on, man. How much is that money? How much is that money worth to you, man? They're gonna fucking murder you. Not even that. You're you're a dick.
1: You're just taking everybody's water.
0: Nestle. Yeah. We're gonna call this guy Nestle from yeah. now, for the rest of the Fuck episode. Nestle. Fuck Nestle.
1: Yeah, because water is a human right. Especially in space desert on Earth, too. Yeah, so you can't do that. (laughs) Can't do do that.
0: (laughs) So, um... (sighs)
1: So he, like, like, uh, Vash confronts him?
0: Yeah, Vash is upset that Marianne's gonna draw her curtains and not be... He's not gonna get to see that... You know, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm a her naked man. I almost, like it's not even about it how good or bad it is. It's that like now I'll just spend the rest of my life wondering what it looks like, and it's good's different now. She has kids, and like mm. she's got a whole family it's like it's not the same as it was in the moment, but like now mm. I' like, I'll never like. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, yeah, so Vash is just upset that it looks like these titties are behind him. And Marianne's upset because she's like, this guy's profiting off of nature. Just because <laughs> just because all the hippos happen to like the alfalfa in your backyard doesn't mean you own them. <laughs> right. And So Vash is talking to her, and he says, what are you thinking about? And she's like, I'm just thinking about home. And he says, thoughts of home. This is another one of those lines where I'm like, this has to be, like, put this line in there. He's like, thoughts of home, whether good or bad, are positive indications of a journey of the heart. This is Vash on full trying to fuck mode right now. And I'm like, that's a line, bro. That's a good one. Tweet that. (laughs) So I say. Say, you do... you throw that That's a solid po- Memories of home Are positive indications Of the journey of the heart It's like What do you say to that Nah bro My heart's not on a journey It's fucking bulletproof It doesn't mean anything But it's so evocative It's like mm, I'm getting wet Thinking about it Would that work? Abs. If it doesn't work The problem is you On hose, though? Especially and That's what Vash thinks Of this woman he doesn't see yeah, her as a brilliant right. revolutionary granddaughter of an egalitarian. He yeah, sees her Vash is as, gonna smash and leave. Vash is like, girl, I know the clit, I know where the clit at. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I'm trying to be a counter revolutionary. Like, yeah. I'm trying to free these people. And Vash is like, yeah, but where the clit at though? <laughs> she say, I'll show you a revolutionary. <laughs> I'll show, Put some revolutions on my tongue on that clit, <laughs> girl. <laughs> and I'm gonna she, catch that nut, girl. <laughs> <girl's> going, <laughs> And she's all right, whatever. But Vash <laughs> gives her the old squeeze. She sees an intruder, and it's they find that it's Meryl. Meryl threatens to sue them, which is funny. And Vash, starts, you know, he starts doing the bullshit. This is, once again, Vash in full trying to fuck mode. He's like, think about our future together, girl. Like, think about, like, I think I love you. I don't want to say that, because that'd be reckless, and I know that, like, you don't feel... I'm not saying I love you. I'm just you know, he's like he's doing shit like that. He's being a piece of shit. Yeah, he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> that's just the kind of guy that says that. He's like I'm not I I don't want to be He's reckless. a light at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the kind of guy that says I love you after like a week cuz I know that's crazy. But I I just feel like <laughs> and it's like stop what you're doing, you piece of fucking Shit. Shit, man. (laughs) So, they find this underground path. You find out that Marianne is actually a marshal. Cliff is freezing and selling water. Which I guess in this reality is, like, super illegal. I don't know. Like, I guess. They're like, you can't be selling this frozen water to other cities, you piece of shit. We don't have water. And you're selling... This is a very... cap. This is, like... It was almost cute, the argument this show's making. Because I'm like, today there'd be so many people... There would be poor people in the town dying of dehydration who would be arguing that it's Cliff's right to sell that water. Yeah. (laughs) You know? That's weird. Like, you could grab any smattering of poor people from, like, Mississippi or Oklahoma, and they would be like... (coughs) It's his water to sell. <coughs> yeah. You big government's trying to seize his property. Yeah, it's
1: like people on chemo that are like, <laughs>
0: illegalized marijuana in all the recreational states. Uh, what about the taxes, though? <laughs> that, and you know, Vash is like, your town's not going to exist. <laughs> But our ta- but he's he should have the right to maximize on the opportunities that his father spent his life trying to give to him, and it's like, dude, he brought he bought a piece of land. Come on, you know it's yeah. fun because it, I it was a very Captain Planet. Like this is a cute sentiment to have, Trigun. <laughs> like, yeah. Because to you, the morality. I was like, damn. In '97, the morality of this situation was open and shut. <laughs> it wasn't up for debate. This guy's obviously fucking evil. He's freezing water in a dying town and selling it to different towns who have more money. Yeah, but the people of the town are like, "But wait, <laughs> but wait, <laughs> yeah, but but he he has the uh, right
1: to do this. He to took
0: us. the risk. He incurred the opportunity cost." <laughs>
1: <laughs> this <laughs> economics teacher is <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: The, the actors who didn't incur the cost should not be able to marginalize on the risk that he and it's a like, shut dude. He took advantage of the supply and demand <laughs> <Yeah>. of <on> the war. <laughs> yeah, I would have done the same. So Vash ends up saving. A, a shootout occurs. This guy opens his guns like a fucking mint, like a Pennsylvania flasher, like Secret Squirrel, is showing his dick. This guy opens his fucking coat and guns pop out. And I'm like, god damn was this show written by a 13-year-old? That's th- each episode it ones ups the 13-year-old shit that you see. I mean,
1: I don't think it's 13-year-old shit. I just think it's old westerns. Coat guns? Yeah. Four
0: of them? Yeah. Coat guns, it's classic
1: John Wayne shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You ever remember when John Wayne fought that ninja who had a sword for a head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, everyone remembers when John Wayne had to fucking get into that shootout with that guy that played a baritone tuba that shot acid and fire. Like, what are you th- anyway? So Vash gets into a shootout with this guy, and on some main character status, you get into a shootout with our boy, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose ten times out of ten because you are not a main character. Are you kidding me? You're Cliff Shades, or you were introduced to this episode. Fuck off. So Vash beats his ass, and we're like, mm. yeah, Vash like
1: trips his way out of the bullets. Yeah, because he's like shooting him, right, Han
0: Solo style, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> bop, bop, miss, miss. Every, and every shot. Yeah, but Vash doesn't want to kill him. Vash could have just killed this guy first shot, first bullet. Vash could have killed this this man's whole family.
1: Yeah, he has like <laughs> a Bruce Wayne moral code. Doesn't kill.
0: Yeah, and it, it feels hokey at times. The
1: city deserves a better hero.
0: It's funny that Vash, unlike like. Batman who throws batarangs Or Kenshin who uses a reverse blade sword Vash attempts to be non-lethal With an explicitly lethal weapon A fucking gun A fucking gun <laughs> <laughs> Like it's a, not a BB gun A no joke action It's not even like Oh it's only dangerous in Vash's hands It's like no a child could totally shoot their mother with that gun yeah,
1: and it's big
0: It's a fucking cool looking gun I wanted that gun I'd say my fascination with guns literally began with Trigun. With Vash's gun. It was, like, such a big, cool-looking gun. It looks like it would blow your fucking arm off. Like, it looks like if you, you couldn't not hold... It looks like it shot shotgun shells or something.
1: Yeah, 12-gauge.
0: <laughs> like, it's such a cool-looking gun. And then, uh... You know, you get it. You get into more practical. It must be gun.
1: so heavy too.
0: It's not practical at all. I would never want an actual gun like that. But when you're a kid, you're like, "Fuck yeah!"
1: I don't. I don't understand why yes, such small arms with that, a gun uh, like that. It's <laughs> like his everything. forearms are huge, but his like arm is like super <laughs> small. Because you gotta like you got you gotta have hella forearm strength to keep up the barrel, right?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that barrel must weigh like twenty pounds at least. The barrel alone. I don't know about the handle. It could be another 30. Maybe 10.
0: And so, um... So, Vash makes off after all this. He saves the town, and he's like, Well, I'm out of here. And Mary Marianne is talking to Meryl. And she's like, Man, that boy, he is something else, huh? And Meryl's like, Him? <laughs> I don't know what you see in him. And this is fun. This lets you know Mary Marianne's an independent woman, because she's like, Bitch, you have no eye for men. <laughs> like... She's like, if you don't think that's a good guy there, then I'm sh- I bet you date dudes with tattoos who hit you. <laughs> like, mm. the fuck you're. Like, I thought it was very funny. She just quickly shoots back at Meryl. She's like, you have no eye for good men. <laughs> she doesn't.
1: She doesn't know. That's like her, the love of her life right there. Mm hmm. That's like uh, my Twilight story.
0: I, I like it, though. I like that Marianne's like, I can't try to hook up with a guy that I think is a known criminal. I'm a marshal. Like, there's a lot... I can't pursue this. But I'm professional. But on the inside. I'm professional enough to know, though, that, like, I would, like... It was... It's it's interesting to see a woman, like, would smash, like, in this time period. Mm. She's like, swipe left on that. Or swipe... I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> swipe left. Okay. To say no. Oh, Swipe right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Peacemaker. The next episode. So the point of episode two, I feel, because it's Trigun's pacing is slow as dog shit, I will say. I feel like these first couple episodes really each time only serve to give you a, a super tiny nugget. A little itty bitty nugget of who Vash is. And they could all be way more concise. You could kind of all get a lot of this from like three episodes or so. Because it's like the main thing that you get from the first episode really is that Vash is a wanted man. (laughs) That's really all you walk away from it with is this is Vash. He's a wanted man. Then you come from this episode and you're like Vash is – he goes out of his way to not hurt people – and this is also the beginning of the cracks of Meryl starting to think that maybe this might be Vash. Right. This episode gives us the first gr- inkling that Meryl is like, is this Vash, the, the stampede? Because for the first two episodes, she's just wholesale, like, this is some guy I'm traveling with. Yeah, this is the wrong guy. She's just She doesn't even think this is the wrong guy. She just thinks this is a guy.
1: Yeah.
0: She thought that the guy with the mohawk was Vash. And upon learning that he's not, she's just like, all right, well, I guess I'm out of here. Also, this guy's with me. But it's not even like she's like, this guy claimed it. She's just like, this is just some dude. It's, by the end of this episode, she's like, that guy, I don't know. Yeah, don't
1: they split up? They, like, go their own separate ways. Uh, yeah. This, I think at this episode. They, like, run into, they, like, run into each other again.
0: Yeah, they run into, they split up. They get to Peacemaker. <laughs> I want to. I I almost want to shoot through this whole episode because this is the. This is like one of the. This is the titch, This is the standout episode to me of the fact that this this whole show will spend twenty twenty three minutes trying to illustrate a point that could have been made in three. Mm-hmm. It loves doing it though. It loves giving you these huge wind ups. So Peacemaker. Vash goes into town. He meets a drunk. The drunk's like, you gotta buy me a drink, man. Come on. <laughs> He's, you're new in town. You gotta buy me a drink. Vash is like, all right, I
1: guess I'll buy you a drink. Oh, sir. I remember this fucking episode. Marilyn
0: and Millie are trying to discuss what happened in Warrens Town. They're like, yeah, so we gotta file an insurance claim on like, what the fuck happened in that other town now. Um, and Vash says, hey, take a look at my gun. Or the man says, look, let me see your gun. And he's like, this gun isn't very good. And Vash is like, yeah. You know what's funny is I remember this line from when I was a kid. I remember this from when I was like a child. And Vash says, yeah, it's three inches off at 10 yards. And I didn't understand what that meant at all. Like, I didn't understand any gun nomenclature Mm -hmm. whatsoever. I didn't understand. It's like, oh, yeah, if you were shooting a target 30 feet away. The bullet tends to stray three inches to the left and to the right. Mm. I was like, "Oh, okay." He's been, and now I'm like, "He's been accounting for that this whole time. That his gun has been shooting off this whole time." It's like, "Damn, that his gun's fuck. His gun's been messed up." Yeah, in the past
1: like however many.
0: All these crazy tricks right. he's been doing. Vash has been shooting bullets that need to be going slightly to the left or slightly. So to that the, means he's adjusting. Yeah, he's he's not been missing, <laughs> like, but he's like, yeah, my gun's fucked up right now, and this guy calls him out for it immediately. He's like, your gun doesn't look very good, and
1: um, yeah, he's like, let me repair that.
0: Um, so Vash is like, I'm looking for Frank Marlin, and they're like, there's no sheriff in this town. Uh, the mayor thinks that an attack on this town would be funny because they they want it to be a su- a completely peaceful town correct mhm <clears throat> there's a it cuts to them getting drunk together they're um they're smoking they're lighting cigarettes with lighters that are shaped like guns and i'm like that's very irresponsible <laughs> that's so holy shit um, they're measuring everything. I also thought I was like, one thing I wrote down here is I was like, the imperial system holds out, huh? <laughs> like, in the year, like, 10,000, we're measuring shit in yards? Nice.
1: I think that's just for the sake of...
0: No, man. Don't you take yeah, this. Man. America held out. We didn't fucking budge. We didn't give them an inch. Those metric communist fuckers, we did not... We were like, that's why this guy's trying to sell frozen water in the future because capitalism and the and the imperial measuring system are alive and well in the future, bro. <laughs> and people are fucking sick of it. People are probably angry. People are gonna be angry when they learn that Vash works for Amazon. <laughs> and it's Years a, later. it's unpleasant to hear, but those things are all still around in the year ten thousand. I don't mind. You don't mind.
1: I don't mind either. Yeah, exactly. So be happy.
0: So these guys are classic anime drunk. I'm talking business tie wrapped around the head. You know the look. I w- I've never been this drunk in my life. Really? I've never had a business tie wrapped around my head. I've been like chameleon eye drunk before. <laughs> I've been so drunk that I wish I had an IV. I've thrown up. I've thrown up, started drinking, thrown up, and then drank a little bit more. Disgusting, yeah. That's once I yak, I don't do it anymore. No, no, I've done that once, and even still, I've never woken up with either a lampshade or a tie around my head. Oh, yeah, I've never been blackout drunk. I just always want to get lampshade drunk. I don't have any lampshades in this room.
1: We're in this house.
0: I don't, I'm a fucking fraud.
1: I don't know where you're going.
0: Some douchebag with no lampshades. <laughs> how am I supposed to get plastered?
1: Now you're making me feel like a douchebag. I guess I'm I have don't to, have to any. Tie a tie around my
0: fucking head. So these guys are getting drunk. Um, Frank's explaining how he lost his family to a robbery, and he made the guns that killed his family. <laughs> and um, so outlaws come in and they try to overtake the city. <laughs> This uh, So this is another... This is so cute, dude. A gun manufacturer loses his wife to to a robbery. And he's like, can you believe the irony that I made the guns that killed my family? And that's why I don't want to work on guns anymore. And it's like... In America... I feel like there are people who had someone break into their house, kill their fa- steal their gun, kill their whole family with their own guns, and then that person then went and bought more guns. They were like, "Oh shit." He's like, "Oh, wow. <laughs> it's dangerous." <laughs> this works. It's just it was like this plot line is so cute inside of America. The idea that like your family getting murdered would dissuade you from gun ownership. Yeah. And I'm like, there's not an American alive that agrees with this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is a different time.
0: It would be like, my family got murdered, so now I carry guns. I am a gun. (laughs) You've seen No Guns Life about that guy whose head is a gun? That guy's an American whose family was murdered. So he replaced his head with a gun. But for real, though, it was like, this is a cute storyline. This is so on the nose that it is, like, twee. <laughs> oh my. I feel like I've heard that
1: story in real life. Like, a real-life account of, like, the guy that made, like, a Winchester rifle or some shit. <laughs> and his son got killed
0: or something. I don't know. So, Vash pulls out the knife boot. He starts slashing at fools. The town whips out their guns, because they're all strapped to the teeth. Because I didn't know if you knew this, but this episode takes place in Atlanta. And they run these outlaws out of town. They're like, thanks for the fucking guns, Marlin. Yeah. Then I was like, don't <laughs> let the Republicans get this episode. <laughs> A whole town of people, thanks for fucking giving my wife and children guns, Marlin. You fucking I love this gun. And kisses the gun. Fuck I love this gun. <laughs> But it'd, it'd be like that, though, I guess. If I were in the old West I'd have a gun. I might go buy a gun today. Who knows? I am. You're going to go buy a gun today, no, I don't want them later. I'm going buy a later gun later today. If you have the money to buy a gun today and you don't buy a gun, I'm going to buy a gun and I'm going to take your gun money <laughs> for what? With my gun. What did I do to you? I have the gun now, bro. My morality is suspect. I recorded a podcast with you. You're going
1: to take my gun. I
0: don't have values anymore now that I have this hand cannon, bro.
1: (laughs) You got two now.
0: Now that I can yeet fools to heaven. Yeah,
1: with your dual wield.
0: (laughs) Now that I can hold two pistols and shoot while running or jumping through the air. You think I got to give any fuck about anything? That's a cute story Yeah <laughs> So Vash is drunk again he, He's wearing a, a tie on his head I'm furious because I'm like Vash doesn't even wear a tie Whose tie is that? <laughs> the guys But he's, he's got his own tie Thing I, It's a Japanese thing Japanese people man they're a fun time
1: yeah it's just businessmen over there
0: so um vash screams that he intends to spread good across the land there's like two
1: things going on simultaneously vash is getting drunk with the guy and then there's bandits taking over the town oh yeah doesn't vash save the town i said that so what happens after
0: they get drunk again with the guy. Oh yeah, and he va- fixes
1: gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he makes it better. Doesn't he make it like better in, a, in like a significant way?
0: He just fixes it from being inaccurate, but uh, he. Um, I thought
1: he did something to it that. This is it, an
0: you know, I can't believe I forgot. You know, I might have to just pause this and look this up because there's something he says at the end of the episode, and it's like that's what the whole episode was about. Like. This is almost a filler episode. It literally, it, it, all of this whole, it's just to demonstrate that Vash will try his hardest to never kill someone. And then we roll into Love and Peace, where the girls are on a layover. They get offered to play poker. Uh, meanwhile, there's a sheriff in this town. And he's explaining that there's three things he can't tolerate in this town: is people who put ice in alcohol, the pattern on the silhouette scorpion, and people who don't appreciate t- tranquility. Really,
1: ice on alcohol?
0: You don't put ice in alcohol. It Even gets whis- under Even whiskey? Even, especially whiskey.
1: What about I want it on the rocks? What What is that all about? We no
0: whiskey rocks in this house. Damn. No.
1: No Long Islands?
0: Straight no chaser, bro. What are you, afraid of having fun?
1: I mean, I'm like that with coffee, but not alcohol. Anyways.
0: So there's Grim Reaper Comstock. He has his daughter kidnapped. Vash dances up. And he's like. Oh, God damn. These are terrible notes that I've taken. <laughs> They're, like, almost confusing me more than trying to remember. It's, like, more
1: cryptic Yeah. It, goes.
0: <laughs> it, it It actually genuinely is. So um, the sh- Grim Reaper Comstock is this guy who comes up to the sheriff. He starts saying, like, my daughter's been kidnapped. We need to fucking figure out what happened. And Comstock, or the, the sheriff, is like, I don't work for you, man. Like, this isn't like the old days. Quit fucking trying to tell me what to do. You don't know what... You don't have any power over me. You're, you're, you smell like feet. You're a piece <laughs> of shit. These aren't the old days. Um, Comstock. Oh, God, what? <laughs> I have a gap here. I I'm, such... think, I'm picturing
1: the guy from Bioshock. Infinite. <clears throat>
0: um, a shootout occurs. They are trying to get the girl back. Vash is trying to look up her skirt.
1: Oh yeah, they get trapped in the bar. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Vash is a horny little devil, always trying to fucking cream, man. Yeah. He's he, not
1: even worried about the current shootout he, that's happening. He's
0: always got cream to spare, Vash. Yeah. And it's like
1: it's like two bandit groups <laughs> that collide together, right?
0: Yep. And then a uh <sighs> I, oh, I have the word guns. Gun stops shootout And I have no idea What that means Oh Because they bring in The big gun They bring in a big gun Yeah huh?
1: <laughs> The people There's two Groups of men After the girl Right
0: We gotta get this girl She's got the yeah. Tastiest
1: Oh I think the dad I think the dad Hires like A group of people To bring in the gun Right Right Yep. And he's like, This this is gonna work.
0: And then the goon squad shows up and they're all a bunch of um they're the sheriff's goons and he's like, These men are depraved low lives who would kill their own mothers for just a few dollars. And oh, they're yeah. like, yeah.
1: They're like weird steampunk
0: They they look like, like extras in the first season of Naruto. Yeah like,
1: or Mad Max villains. They yeah. got like green dyed hair and mohawks and they look gross.
0: And so they're all like... They look
1: like Gorgonites. A little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. But he's like, they don't even respect each other. They would kill each other in a heartbeat in order to complete the mission. And it's like be weird to be working next to a guy where it's like, hey, these two men don't respect each other. And it's like, I've got a problem with this guy. <laughs> She's pretty chill with me. No, no, you don't respect. <laughs> you. <laughs> you would kill your own mother for Krispy Kreme for a deluxe box of thirty. I wouldn't do that, <laughs> but you would. But you would. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a trap. And then we get the nugget of this episode, the thought nugget, where Vash is faced with the act of murdering someone dead. And he says Rem. <laughs> and it's like, there it is, guys. We're four episodes deep. We've gotten that Vash, his name is Vash, he's a wanted man, and there's a woman named Rem in yeah. his past. <laughs> That's all you get, bitch. He's like Rem. <laughs> Rem. And then there's a counterattack. You find Vash won't kill. The uh the field gets what field gets tilled into an American flag? (laughs) Um, So we find out that Bostock came and killed the farmers, took all of their land. There's a showdown with Sheriff (laughs) Ingve. There's a. God damn. I have so I have so much bullshit in here. There's a binary sun. The sheriff gets shot, Bostock gets shot. Fucking. Meryl reveals that the inside of her coat is filled with tons of tiny guns. That was badass.: It was sexy.
1: It knocked her and I up. I love the look of her guns too. Just little derringers. Yeah, and having it, to
0: throw them on the ground
1: and, and they just designs on them too. You pain could tell in the she, ass.
0: You could tell she picked them out carefully. Pain in the ass reloading that many little guns. That's what she does on her Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> uh, She can't go out. Can't hang, guys. I'm reloading my fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> I got to right. buy more ammo. It's the wasteland. I don't want to be kidnapped and have to make out with a dude with an eye patch. Yeah. So I'm going to reload my guns and buy more mags. Buy more mags on Fantasy Star Online yeah. 2. Play Mag on PlayStation 3. Massive action game, 60 on 60. <laughs> <laughs> Extendos. <laughs> So the sheriff might be evil I don't know There's tons of shooting all over the place It all means nothing Vash screams that he's here For love and peace And that's the whole episode It's fucking So you get Rem Are you Are you still Is the fish hook still in your dick At this point It's been in my dick <laughs> It's been in there bro It's been in there
1: I like the first episode a lot um, but that when I heard that part, the REM part I was like, what does that even mean? Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh I'm not going to know what this is, is going to mean For however many episodes
0: I will say on rewatch When it just REM And then cuts back I was like, this show's fucking brutal <laughs> Like <laughs> That's kind of messed up That they're like as I said on rewatch, I didn't notice as a kid that the pace of this show was slow, but as a, as an adult who knows how this ends, watching it and seeing how much what percentage of each episode actually is consequential, I'm like, they were really fucking around on this show. Yeah, this is really a bunch of like five minute shootouts truncated by bullshit. Yeah, it's just putting the tip in. And pulling out, <laughs> and call you next and, week, baby. And nutting. <laughs> you get one pump, then I'll see you tomorrow. Not even a pump. You get. Oh, you get the tip. That's it.
1: And I'm nutting. Oh,
0: God. So we get to episode four. This is hard puncher, or episode five, hard puncher. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, this episode's fucking fun. We, uh, I want to talk about the fact that this was a Yus- y- Yasuhiro Naitau comic book? It feels like it was. This feels more like a comic book than a manga, almost, to me. Really? Yeah, it's just, like, very flavor of the week. Whereas mangas tend to feel like they have... I don't know. But, um... Like, what... Which one feels like a deep dish pizza to you? mangas feel like more of a deep dish pizza to me, and comic books are the thin crust. Comic books are constantly wiping the slate clean because they can't they don't expect people to hang with them, even though a lot of people do they don't even they don't expect or care if you have mm. Um Also, I think when I looked this up, I saw that this was actually originally published as a comic book. And I remember writing down that it was weird that this was referred to as a comic book and not a manga. Damn
1: Americans.
0: But um, the music is all done by Suneo Inamori. That's surprising. Uh,
1: Because they got it down so right. Just the music. Suneo It kicks, dude. It it, hits.
0: One dude on his acoustic just... Banging it out for most of the soundtrack, bam, bam, bam.
1: even percussion,
0: everything. I I'm not. I think so actually. Like I I believe Dragon was made on a shoestring budget. Everything I can find leads me to believe that this show was not like because the-, the soundtrack was. Phenomenal. It's very minimalist, minimalist though. Not, not no. Sometimes it makes so. me think of like Kid Rock <laughs> in a weird way. That's it's weird. just like wow, no, wow, 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 It's more like,
1: <laughs> like wow, as fuck minutes. yeah there I love you. it. It's so bouncy. You
0: think Jack White ripped off the uh, Trigun soundtrack for his like style?
1: Did he watch it?
0: Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he.
1: If he did. did, then yeah.
0: So, uh, we got this kid who's asking for a gun, and his voice is totally Jim Hawking. <laughs> I was like, damn! Just walked him across from
1: from Treasure Planet, or. Outlaw Star?
0: Yeah. I was like, this is Jim Hawking's voice. He's like, I need a gun, man. Like, oh,
1: a- yeah. The kid with the toilet plunger gun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, a, what a little bitch. Another shootout as the. <laughs> 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 fucking lots of shootouts. <laughs> a shootout every episode.
1: This is what I wanted from Outlaw Star. It's just bullets, lasers, shootouts. <laughs> Motherfuckers dying
0: There's a bunch of guys Who are talking about How awesome they are They're like Dude can you believe we In fucking... this show <laughs> Yeah like, Can you believe We fucking just like Had that crazy shootout <laughs> um, Damn bro They are um, Vash lets out Another one of his Trademark lines He says I'm the one who chases The elusive mayfly of love When someone asks him Who he is And I'm like God damn Vash With these fucking bars Dude
1: i did write some of them down it's like <laughs> to use later on yeah weak-willed they work
0: women who are inebriated
1: all women are weak-willed um <laughs> cut that out
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. um so bullets cost about as much as a stack of pancakes you find that out in this episode because they're eating pancakes Trading pancakes for bullets.
1: Oh, really? I missed that then. And uh, Literally bartering pancakes for bullets? Oh, wait, yeah, they do. They do.
0: It's an entire town yeah, that's hell-bent I remember. on killing Vash. They're like, so what do you all do? Like, I'm a potter and I'm a plumber and this guy's a carpenter. And it's like, oh, our, our whole town's gonna kill Vash the Stampede and take that 60 billion double dollars. And it's like, oh, wait, so like, Everyone in this town's just been, like, training for murder. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, for, like, the last, like...
1: we could build a school. For, like, the
0: last year or so, the mayor made it imperative that we all take time off from everything else and just try to kill this dude. Yeah, because it'll fund everything. It'll It'll fund the city. Fucking... (laughs) We'll be Dubai, bro. Yeah, well,
1: we're gonna build a casino with that money. (laughs) That's funny. Imagine, like, in real life... Like, a mayor prioritized for you to... <laughs> We've
0: got <laughs> to gotta collect, catch bin collect, Laden. Collect mayor Curry home. is investing in trying to catch Osama <laughs> bin Laden. I really think this is the best for the Jacksonville taxpayers that we uh, try <laughs> to...
1: And we'll uh, share the cut of We're, the bounty with everyone that lives in the county.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... The city is... <laughs> This would piss me off if I was like, Your, my city spent my tax dollars on what? And it's like, well, we hired a ghoul to catch Vash. And it's like, you hired a man who experimented on his son until his son became a 50-foot-tall gas-powered retard? And it's like, <laughs> uh, let's get inside." son. I thought that was weird. I was yeah baffled. I was yeah. like, guys, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. There are potholes that need to be filled. There are my are, the 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 little league field doesn't have freshly like the grass needs to be resodded. We're spending our tax money hiring goons? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this monster shows up. Um what is their names? They are the Oh, god damn it! They have a name. They're a family. They're a fucking family, man. Family man. No, they're called <laughs> the, um, they're called like the Nevada family or something.
1: But it's Nevada. I don't by know. The way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them.
0: They don't know their own state. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't. Um, But yeah, so it's this giant monster dude He's like What sucks isn't that this guy is like 50 feet tall literally It's that in this world Being 50 feet tall is not even fucking special
1: Yeah, you're not getting laid if <laughs> you're, you're only th- 50 feet tall
0: Dude, you are the third giant I have encountered, homie What is in the water? What is in the milk? That these kids are drinking This is fucked up You've got an exhaust, you got a muffler on the back. Can you imagine if a guy from like Philadelphia was just breaking down this? He's like, Look at you, I don't give a fuck if you got this rocket punch on, bro. You got a muffler in the back of your head. You got your glasses strapped on tighter than Larry Bird. (laughs) Is that how people from Philly talk? uh, Some of them. Making fun of of what John's he's got on.
1: (laughs) I didn't know that was a Philly thing. Roasting?
0: Roasting is an everywhere thing. That's what
1: I mean. Why is it exclusive to Philly?
0: someone roasting you from Atlanta would be like, "Man, look at this motherfucker! I mean, look fucking jump. <laughs> you don't your understand. Your busted it. ass shoes, fucking coming with your Nike bullshit."
1: <clears throat> but then in Detroit, they say it like,
0: "You know, I can't do it, Detroit. I don't know what. I've never. Oh, are been, you being serious? I've never been roasted by a guy <laughs> from Detroit." I'm sure they exist. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be. I don't think my ego could take someone coming up, calling my mama fat like that. Yeah, people I'd be like, from my De- mama's not even fat, bro. And they are be like, yo, mama's so fat. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, roasts from Detroit people will disintegrate you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just turn me into cotton candy and water. Um, but yeah, so the town bought this fucking. I can't get over this guy's like, my nice son. And it's like What did you do to your boy That should be illegal What you did to your boy He's a villain man He's <laughs> no. ugly His, his son's, son's ugly bald And his head is swollen His head looks like It hurts to exist But he's like Dad I got my rocket punch <laughs> yeah. And he shoots the rocket at Vash This thing's stupid vash is deflecting this rocket fist he's just um he, he's just fucking doing it man he's he's doing what he's been doing since episode one he keeps dark souls dodge rolling out of the way of these attacks not even
1: he's like chicken dancing out of his way he's
0: like cupid shuffling out of the way of these fucking attacks yeah but somehow flipping the script and it is at the moment that Vash flips the rocket fist back on this idiot and his dad. That Meryl finally. Th- th- that, that is this episode. That's what this the nut of this episode is. Is Meryl is like.
1: <gasps> yeah, because she witnesses the goofiness. When the... she
0: finally sees him shoot the, persi- the, the bullets precisely into the hand to cause it to spiral out of control the exact way it needed to. That is Meryl's. Fucking breaking point. And she's like... And she's like
1: disappointed. She's like, oh, this really is the guy. I guess Ugh. this is
0: fucking Vash. And then Bash puts on... uh, He puts on his fucking sunglasses. These sunglasses were a piece of cosplay-like royalty when I was growing up. I was
1: around. trying to cop those, actually. You saw... Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, I'll look cool in
0: those. They were, I mean, if you wore them now, it probably is less trendy, so people would be like, whoa, dude, where the fuck you get those? But, boy, I'll tell you what, Otakon 2006, you saw some sunglasses there, man. They were everywhere, people loved them, and they're cool-ass, it's like Spider Jerusalem from Transmetropolitan. His sunglasses as well. It's a look. Or Simon's sunglasses from the end of Tenjin, Topagar and Lagan. I'm about to fucking order me a pair of those right now. <laughs> Bro. I hope you don't. I, I'm gonna. Don't. No, please. Alright. Well, alright. Well, here's it. This is coming to the end of our part one episode. Cause the last that episode. last
1: episode is depressing to me. Really? Yeah, because I didn't want all those people hating on my boy. You know?
0: The fact that a whole
1: town of people want to kill this guy was depressing to me. That's like some African warlord type shit, you know, where a whole whole town is after one person.
0: And Vash is ready to take it. He's like,
1: all right. During this episode, I was thinking of like the guy that got decapitated in Africa for some reason, you know, that weird YNC video or that weird uh, Pain Olympics video, Mm. you know. It's like just the guy, and it's like, how did it come to this? You know, how did it unanimously come to the point where it's like, like you're having a barbecue with your neighbor and you're planning out how to fucking kill a guy that lives across the, you know, street? I don't know. It brought back those memories. Terrible memories. Yeah, I don't know why. Um... (laughs) But that's my takeaway from that episode. So
0: Vash saves the day by shooting this guy in his armhole, and he's like, "You shot my son in his armhole!" (laughs) No, doesn't the
1: old guy get crushed by his own
0: son or something? His own son's fist, yes. Yeah, they end up getting arrested because they broke out of prison because they just felt like.
1: Of course, they did.
0: And then we cut to. Are
1: big, you sure they broke out? You sure they didn't just get hired? <laughs> you sure they just didn't I get don't
0: fucking know in this reality, out. dude? You got guys pondering rape, like, like is there
1: C-SPAN? <laughs> on this world where
0: you're watching. Stay inside. <laughs> Everyone, stay inside. The U.S. population has hit 51 percent criminal. <laughs> So, uh, cutting to Lost July now. Lost July. This is the end of what I consider to be the first arc of uh, Trigun, which is the mystery arc. Because, well, let's get into it. So, Vash has uh, let this town claim the bounty on him by turning in one of these sons as the humanoid typhoon, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Somehow they've managed to commit immense tax fraud and insurance fraud and claim the bounty. And Vash says, take the bounty. You can have it. I don't want it. And um, he makes off to try to get to this thing called the sand steamer. This giant dildo that crawls across the (laughs) desert. And... um, (laughs)
1: You put it that way.
0: (laughs) Meryl's making fun of Vash for being a wanted man. Vash is doing a bunch of cryptic shit. He's standing in front of this power plant and waiting for the sand steamer. The power plant looks like a giant light bulb. And he pours out an entire bottle of whiskey and he says, you were just tired. And I'm like, what's going on here? What do these sentences mean? Every sent every episode has one of these. Every episode has a moment where someone says something that's too deliberate to just be a throwaway line. But I don't know what they mean. I've seen this anime three times. What do the numbers mean, Mason? <laughs> what do the numbers mean? They don't add up! I'm not wearing hockey pads! Um so Vash is pouring out whiskey. He says, You were just tired. And he's approached by a lady in a Big, fat, pompadour hat. And she's like, my name is Elizabeth. I'm from the Marius Breskin Can Tackle Resource Management Team. (laughs) I'm their chief engineer. I was sent to restart the power plant. And Vash is like, oh, are you now? I'll fucking, girl, I'd suck a fart out that ass. I will do what? you want. I know that that butt's a hoop skirt, but I'm hopeful. I am fingers crossed for what lays beneath. Please tell me you got a clit. And so she starts calling him Spot, because he's being an obedient dog. She's like, come along, Spot, then. You will be my... (laughs) You will be my... My dominatrix. My Ken doll. I will be peeing in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, in a gimp suit. So... They are explaining that she starts throwing out a lot of crazy lines about the power plant. She's like, I was sent here to replace to fix the power plant. The plants are our last. She starts saying stuff like, The plants are our last hope in regaining the humanity that we lost. They're the remains of the Pandora's box that God left behind. And I'm like, The power plants are the remains of the Pandora's box that God left behind. And I'm like, what is this? I can't keep putting it. I got to take my hands off my head. That's, I mean, you knew. Right. What that meant. I, I um, guess I'm up. You know, I'll just sit in the corner and eat shit because I'm an idiot, apparently. <laughs> but um, Vash is simping hard. A knife, a dreadlocked knife figure skater. <laughs> Tell me these characters aren't made by 13 year olds Keep, That character was
1: <laughs> That's something I drew as a kid I want a, a, a guy with claws And with figure long, skates Yeah With a mask <laughs> In a purple In purple tights
0: Busts into the room and starts raining hell Vash is like huh, Can you believe this is a Why Tuesday Why is there a guy here <laughs>
1: In the steam room You um, have a guy with knives you have a wolverine in your steam room with
0: skates on Vash pulls out the gun and he's like get the fuck out of here and they jump out of the room and he's like wow they actually left and then he sees that they left a bomb in the room so Vash jumps out the window the the building explodes they're like what the fuck's going on and this woman's like I told you it wasn't going to be easy being my my (laughs) and so the plant starts to have a malfunction They're like, we've got to go underneath to fix it. I'm the chief engineer. Uh, Vash goes with her. And then, Knife Man attacks again. He's back for more. Two scoops of knife attack with your cereal today. And I thought... Vash comes at him with the boot knife. He breaks his boot knife against this guy's boot knife. It's boot knife to boot knife. They're fighting underneath the power core. And then... Bitch double crosses Vash Vash is on his non-lethal shit He's like "Ah, I'm gonna fucking Jackie Chan In a ladder factory my way out of this one You're never gonna hit me And then this woman's like She's like She could've just like you, You know she could've killed Vash by being like Oh no! Um, the door is closing automatically. <laughs> I close it, but she's like, "Goodbye, Vash the Stampede!" Ah! She couldn't hold it in, dude. She couldn't. I, I, I fear that that's gonna be my downfall. What? It's like the last minute. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you are a fool, Kenshiro. She's my girlfriend. And I have
1: the million dollars
0: now. <laughs> she is my. She's going to be kissing me, French. Style in the front row of the movie theater. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so she starts gloating. Yeah, speaking too soon. And it's like, oh, our boy's getting double-crossed. He's used to it. You know? He's like, is it because of that stupid bounty? Is it because of the bounty? He does say it exactly like that. Is this because of that stupid... Oh, God. It's that stupid bounty. <laughs> it's always like, that. Yeah. And then this is... Guys, we're seven episodes... This is episodes. like the first serious episode, I think. Uh, This is the seventh of the chaos emeralds that kick off what I, why I consider this to be the mystery arc. I was so confused initially. I was like, wait, there's chaos
1: emeralds. Initially?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So she says, I want you to die for what you did. Star stardate one zero one or zero one zero four, July 26th at 6 PM. The day you turned the city of July into hell itself. And Vash is just like, but what? He's he's totally like got that. I got caught fucking your friend. Look, he's like, oh whoa, <laughs> 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 like dick out, pants around his ankles. She's like, Vash, what are you doing here? Oh. <laughs> So fucking... She's like, you made 1,004,000 people homeless. Those people had no money, no food, no water, no shelter. They were forced to fend for themselves in a desert. They turned on each other. They turned on themselves. And she's basically saying in a city of a million people... Somehow, Vash destroyed the entire city without killing anyone. It's like a a reverse neutron bomb, you know? You know how, like, we created the neutron bomb, it shoots out a bunch of microwaves instead of regular radiation so that it'll, like, kill everyone, but then the city's not radioactive, and a year later, you can move in to the newly empty buildings. That aren't cratered by creating a small localized sun, like a nuclear mm-hmm. explosion does. Yeah, and so um, this is the exact opposite. Vash somehow destroyed everything that everyone owned, but didn't kill a didn't single. Kill per- a single. Yeah. <laughs> and, he
1: like put him in a box somewhere, like a bear box, and <laughs> like blew up the city and let him out.
0: Vash pulled the ultimate ex-girlfriend move And he destroyed everything of value But he left the people there Only to watch
1: What would you do if your ex-girlfriend Burned all your J's <laughs> Dude, my Jordans, man? <laughs> Fuck so,
0: so weird coming from me. <laughs> I can say I, My I Jordans? Can, I can say that I would try to recover But I would know in my heart that there'd be no point Yeah you know, I know that the chips would be cashed. That uh, it's done.
1: Like, what if she poured oil all over your guitar pedals and just oh. burnt it to a crisp? No,
0: the house is insured for twenty thousand so <laughs> dollars. Probably just walk away. And- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, Damn, can't believe that happened. But um, so yeah. This is the nugget of the episode. This girl was made homeless. Was made to fend for herself in the desert, probably eating dead bodies, probably surviving off of the corpses of those that she once cared about as the population of a city of a million dwindled to nothing. As that va- I liked this. I really enjoyed that this whole pact of non violence Oh, I'll just leave everyone alive. And it's like, well, bro, they all died anyway. You say you saved everyone in the city from dying. They all still died. They all still died and it was still your fault. And uh So yeah, she's like, "I'm going to fucking kill this clown." The energy core is overloading. Vash gets up there between all the control rods, spreads his hand, prays to Jesus, and somehow stabilizes the plant. I'm not sure yeah. if we ever get the answers for how he does this. Yeah, he does. Well, we, I, I, I mean, you can, like, imply from what you learn later how he does Yeah, it, yeah, But yeah. You don't actually, like... In this
1: moment in time, I had no fucking clue what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Pace, um,
0: once again, man, snail's pace. And then for
1: some reason, people think it's going to blow up.
0: Everyone's like, it's going to blow up. But Vash is like, no, I fixed that shit. And they're like, how did you fix that? I don't know. What about July? I don't know, girl. And... Yeah, like the girls, like I've never seen a woman take I don't know as an answer. <laughs> she she did. Let alone wh- why'd you kill my parents? I don't know. I don't remember. I was I was drunk. It was fucking Friday night Magic the it was, Gathering tournament. It
1: was tubular, you know, like <laughs>
0: come on. It was just like don't be a bitch about this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Dome is, like, a bigger deal than... It's not... It doesn't have to be, like, the fucking end of the world.
1: I'll just send you a
0: check, you know, like... The Trump bucks are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so, um... But, yeah, she, I guess, forgives Vash because he hugs her, says he's sorry, and she realizes that this is the same man that rescued her all those years ago. 23 years ago, she says? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 23 years ago, this is the same man that rescued her. But she's like, it can't be. He looks exactly the same as he did 23 years ago. And that... mm, And that's where we're at, y'all. That's seven episodes. Seven tiny... Episode one, this is Vash. Episode two, Meryl's investigating Vash. Episode three, Vash doesn't like to kill. Episode four, (laughs) um... There's a Woman Named Rem. Episode 5. That's the whole point of that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman named Rem. <laughs> yeah! I thought that's what you got, got from it. What else is there?
1: Is that the... Which episode was that? The one the... with the,
0: the townspeople rioting
1: with the guns. Oh, a- African Warlord. Is what I got from it. Yeah!
0: <laughs> Once we learned that... uh once we learn that there's a woman named Rem, <laughs> we learn that uh, all we really learn about Vash up until then is that he is willing to do anything for nonviolence, he wants to get rid of his bounty, and apparently, this is the final bit of like his mysterious past that finally... like allows you to even begin asking the questions cuz first couple episodes it's like this man's worth 60 billion dollars and it's like yeah and it's like why and this is why he destroyed an entire city yeah he destroyed like an entire town you but, go the first more. And, and I wonder I wonder how like people
1: pinpointed it on him though
0: it also peels back the curtain to, of like the mystery of like w- this woman claims that vash Looks the same as he did 23 years ago. He looks exactly the same. And you're like, "What's that about? The fuck is that about?" Yeah. All of these questions won't be answered for another 15 episodes or so. But they get asked in this episode.
1: Mm.
0: Yes. But the only questions that have been answered now is, "What did he do? Why is this man wanted?" And It's like, now it's, "How?" How did cause Vash didn't say I didn't? I don't, I don't even
1: think that's the whole sixty billion. Vash I didn't, think he blew up you know? Like he's responsible for way more, you know. And it, that keeps adding up. He keeps destroying more towns through his uh, endeavors.
0: People well it's the the bounty is the curse. If he didn't have that initial bounty on him, he wouldn't be destroying all these towns. That's true. It's US government Trying to pass their problems off On the American taxpayer Yeah, Um, By chasing all these transformers Around town (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine If the police said That the reason people were getting murdered In your city is that you weren't trying hard Enough to catch murderers and like, we that might you, be a reality. We Wendy. offered you $500, $600 to catch him, and you just. What are you doing to stop it? What are you doing to stop it? <laughs> it was not time. <laughs> but, um. So, yeah. So we're ending. Now we, we still have the big mysteries of this show, but this is part one, man. I. At this point, Vash is a very unique character. He's. Even for a sympathetic main character, even for like a Deku type, or even for a um a Luffy type, you know, like just a nice guy main character. Vash is even still He's not even a nice guy. He's nicer than he's more sympathetic even still. You could piss Luffy'll punch a motherfucker in the face. You put yeah. you push him. Luffy'll push your teeth yeah, down your mad. goddamn throat, man. Yeah. Vash, even still, even even Gun from Hunter x Hunter, it's like test the nigga. Gun will slap your fucking mouth into the ground, bro. He 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 gets mad. Vash does not have it in him. He doesn't. I don't know if he has it. I don't know if he has the capacity for. He's anger. like
1: a Jesus.
0: He really is. He's willing to die on that cross.
1: He's Japanese Jesus
0: And he's made of wood <laughs> Um but uh, eh, Spoilers <laughs> Sure But uh yeah man I'm liking it The next whew, Episode 2 that's the nut That's the meat of this show. Actually Trigun is unique The third act of Trigun is the biggest deal I'd say Yeah Yeah, I'd say the ending of Trigun is pretty succinct. It's well-rounded. Episode 3 is going to be fun, but episode 2, boy howdy, do we get to see some fun weapons, man. (laughs) We get some cool fucking childish interpretations of what is action, and I love it. When did this show come out? 96, 97.
1: That's why.
0: Actually, I think it's like 98, 99.
1: There's been big gun shows in that time period.
0: I mean, the same, you know, we'll, we'll rank it in the Pantheon when we're done. That's but when
1: Cowboys Spawn was coming out, dude.
0: Mm hmm. Cowboys, the Bebop is, I believe, of all of, without counting Space Dandy, Bebop is the newest of the Space Cowboys. I believe it goes outlaw star Trigun, bebop,
1: and if you want to count space dandy. and then space
0: dandy way later, but um, but we'll have to fucking figure it out.
1: And fully coolly, that's a space cowboy. Yeah, it's not a space, space pirate. Come actually, on
0: now now you're reaching.
1: It's a space pirate. Same same thing.
0: Pagua sanfa.
1: <laughs> same thing, right?
0: Same thing, right? Um, but yeah, man, no. I like it. I love Trigun. As I said, I will say, I am realizing that this is a less action, more comedy and emotion heavy show than I remember. It really leans in on the comedy hard. And it, like, God, Vash's face is just all over the fucking place. They put so much money into animating his face. Into, into his, like, blah, 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 Oh, yeah. Like, his... I b- love it. But uh, people told
1: me I'm supposed to hate Vash. People that have watched the whole show.
0: There's a moment. There's a particular moment where he he has a Shinji-like moment, where where you you practically say Vash, get in the fucking robot, just just pull the trigger, man. I totally got it.
1: I, I totally get where he was at the whole show. I didn't. Th- I didn't. I don't know what they're talking about. As an adult the things like that Like Cody Cody told me that he's like you won't like Rash. And I'm like, "Why? He's a fucking cool guy so far. I finished the show. Cool guy so far."
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. We'll have to get into that on it. maybe episode 2, I think, is when the scene that uh th- that breaks him occurs. But I think
1: he's a cool cat, man.
0: He's he's fun. I didn't. I I wanted to be Vash as a child. As an adult, I do not want to be Vash. I want to be Gene Starwind. Okay, I was about to. Ask. I would trade places with Gene Starwin any day of the week. Spike Spiegel. It, it's a lot of hard... I'd be Spike Spiegel. Mm, there's some pain that comes with it, though. Gene. It's like I'd lose my dad. I'd I kilt for Steve Bloom's voice. Okay? I'd lose my dad. Okay, you like to to be Gene Starwind, you got to lose your dad in a spaceship. To be Spike Spiegel, you got to spoiler for Cowboy Bebop. And it's like I think I would take Gene Starwind's loss over Spike Spiegel's loss. And the Outlaw Star Universe is fun, bro. You got Hot Spring Planet Tenray. That's true, you got magic. You can fuck lizard women. You got magic? You could possibly live for like a thousand years if you figure out how to Pagawa Sanfa correctly. Yeah,
1: or find the Galactic (laughs) Lealine.
0: Just the idea that magic is real. It's like, I'm all in. Whereas, uh uh-uh. I wouldn't want to be Vash the Stampede for a second. Would not want one second of that clown's life. Don't want to live on that planet? I'd like kill myself for the bounty. I don't want 60 billion dollars if I've got to live on Earth too. <laughs> I'd rather live I don't
1: know how much 60 billion is worth on that planet, man.
0: I don't give a shit, Does bro. That, they this, didn't
1: got trees. Is 60 billion <laughs> like 60 million in real dollars in that world?
0: If it's We six... don't know. What can you buy, dude? What can you buy? Well, you can't buy like an apple. Water. <laughs> I don't want to live on that desert planet. Fuck that. But I look forward to talking about part 2. I like the desert. Do we get we do do we get the do we get the villains? Is part 2 about the villains? Yeah. Yeah, part 2 is the villain arc. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think, yeah. Get them gung-ho guns, bro.
1: Mhm.
0: All right. Well, I'll catch y'all next week uh, for the you know, next <laughs> episode of Boku no Podcast. it's again, coming coming from the village hidden in the the dust, dustagakare. Does that work?
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Maybe. Whatever, man. Quit being sleepy boy. Go get some rest.
1: My contact kind of like. No, one, my eye right no now. one on mic. That's why I'm looking at you, weird.
0: No one cares what happened to your mic or your contacts or your contacts with Killer Mike. I feel <laughs> Killer
1: Mike. <laughs> I literally feel like a chameleon
0: right now. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank we did you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thanks. We did it. And we'll catch y'all next week.